talk dirty to me. The Quick and the Dirty with Hillary and Sandra. You're kidding me. Here are things that I have put in my mouth. Uh, oh my God, Hillary. <laughs> it's what everyone is talking about. Get jazzy on. I'm Hillary from London. I'm Sandra from Ottawa, and welcome to The Quick and the Dirty. It's a weekly podcast where we basically talk about all the stuff that you talk about with your girlfriends in private, except we release it on the internet. So I love your explanation of the podcast because I've been struggling deeply with how to even explain it because it's, it's everything. It's all the things we talk about. You're absolutely right about that. Today, we're going to be talking about online dating or just terrible dating stories in general. But before we get to that, we're going to go through the quick. Sandra, what happened this week for you? I feel like I had a milestone in my personal development this week. Um, I bought one of those little IKEA storage units and I thought, you know, I don't need no man. I'm going to put this thing together myself. (laughs) But I was all like, you know, like I was crazy about it. Like, I don't need a man. I don't even need a man to bring it up the stairs for me. I'm going to put it together myself. How did so, it go? Like, not well, Hillary. Thank you for asking. And, and you know, the the worst part about it is that my husband was like, do you need help? Do you need help? And he's like hovering. And I'm like, I don't need your help. You go over there and do your, I, I don't need you. And I put it together. It took me about an hour. And I was, you know, the Allen key was in, involved in the hammer and everything. The and hammer? There was a hammer. I know. It was serious business. And I even used um, a Phillips screwdriver, I'm happy to report. I'm so impressed that you know what a Phillips screwdriver is. I don't. I don't. I, I, uh, I'm I like, heard, you oh, know, the star one. I, I overheard Tim say it, my husband. I don't really know which. I can't. I can't identify screwdrivers at all. I don't Hello. know. Um, I just match them up. It's like kindergarten when you match this, the shapes and the sizes together. <laughs> I don't know. So I put it together and then I thought, oh, isn't this lovely? Ikea has given me all these leftover screws. How nice. Because normally they give you the exact <laughs> amount of screws. And I thought, I love that they're giving you extra in case you drop some under the table, right? Oh, my gosh. Is it sturdy? <laughs> so it fell apart. The second I moved it, it just like, like literally the left side down, the right. It's oh like, my god! Like, god damn it! Did you tell like, uh, your husband, or did you keep it a secret and try and no, put it back he, together? He, he heard the thud, and he's like, "What's that? Nothing." <laughs> so he's like, "Sandra, there's six extra screws. What do you think was going on?" And I'm like, "Okay, first of all, I'll do this." And I, and anyway, I ended up getting it back together again, and it was fine. But then I found out there's a service that you can use called I, I Assemble It or I, I Can Assemble It For You. I don't know. It's this place. And the, it's a company you can actually hire to come and assemble your IKEA purchases. How much are we talking to get that done? I don't know. I just like a 20, 30 bucks. If you figure an IKEA dresser is 100 bucks, 150. I mean, what would you pay? Well, I, I kind of think about my time in hour blocks and how much that's worth. Yeah. 50 bucks is my max. Then you've just lost your deal on the IKEA. You know, I mean, the whole idea is that you pay less for IKEA because you assemble it, and now you're just paying. Uh, you know, you could buy a better dresser somewhere else for that price. Yeah, assembled. for sure. But the massage or whatever I need to uh, recover from the stress—that's well, true—is going to cost that's way true. more. You know, yeah, that's right. And but then, and then, like being all surly about it too—that was priceless, I must say. <laughs> I don't need no man. And you know I what? I don't need no man. I don't care what your husband says. There's no way he would have done any better a job because guys don't read instructions. Yeah. No, you're right. I did follow the instructions and uh, I'm amazed at how it's all like for me. I like the words, but Ikea catalogs or Ikea instructions are not about the words. It's just pictures, you know. So you really have to be an idiot to mess this up, you know, like a real idiot. Yeah, but it's so funny because the little guy on the Ikea instructions, he looks so happy. And that's not what it's like. 
it's not real at all. He's being paid to be happy. I assure you, he's a miserable bastard. <laughs> the most miserable. But honest to God, Hillary, I'm so excited to hear about your Thai massage. I've never, I don't even know what a Thai massage is. Okay, so I had my first ever Thai massage this week, and uh, I'm totally okay with being rubbed down with oil while naked <laughs> by my massage therapist. Who totally isn't? okay. It's just a friend of mine. She's great. And uh, that's fine. But this week, she spiced it up a little bit, and I'm not sure I'm okay with the spicy. Uh, Thai massage is where they incorporate stretching in with, like, regular massage. So you know how you're naked and you're under a sheet and, like, it barely covers the parts that it needs to while they're doing things like Yes, vividly. It's my nightmare, actually. So you're, like, naked and you're barely covered and they start stretching you? Yeah. So I was mm-hmm. laying on my back and she had the sheet kind of, like, tucked in to cover my hoo-ha. And... <laughs> She's rubbing, like, my thigh slash hip part. So it's, like, close to the business. And then all of a sudden she grabs me by the leg and the knee and she's lifting it up. And I'm like, I feel wind. Wind? (laughs) There shouldn't be wind. (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm dying for you. I'm just dying slowly right now. She knows all of the intimate parts of my body now. So... (laughs) Hillary, just to recap for a moment here. So you're barely covered. Yeah. She starts playing with your inner thighs. Well, like my outer thigh slash like right on the hip joint. Right on the hip. Okay. So she's not, I thought she was like right in the inner thigh. No, I mean that. Like foreplay. That's a happy ending. Different kind of time massage. (laughs) Different kind of time. And then she starts lifting it and then all, oh my God, I would die. Now I feel a little bit okay with this because she's also a doula. So, like, as far as hoo-hahs go, mine's probably in the best shape (laughs) (laughs) that she's ever seen. That's true. I mean, you're not crowning. Could be worse, right? (laughs) If you don't know what a doula is, it's kind of like a midwife, but more from a spiritual angle. So she's seen babies pop out. That's right. You're right. So she sees, like, her the the ones that she sees look like a crime scene. You're fine. Yours is delightful and fresh. (laughs) Things that you don't expect your friends to partake in but still i wouldn't want my friend to see my junk i wouldn't like i can't even handle that because i'm so i'm just so you know weird about my body i can't even let the stranger at the massage place see me i'm like oh no i gotta wear underwear you know oh like, well, totally are you comfortable with a male masseuse or do you have to have a female well i'm always afraid the male masseuse will fall in love with me so i always go with a female <laughs> But honestly, though, no, I can't have a male masseuse. Like, what if I like, like the strength? You know what I mean, it's too sexual for me because I would. What if I got really into it and then it became something else? You know what? When I was single, I used to love getting a male masseuse because, like, really? I went through a, a stage where I didn't really want to date that much because you know dating's terrible, and we're going to talk about that later. Yeah, we will. But uh, I wanted a male masseuse just because I wanted that, like, physical contact, not so much in a sexual way. But just like it, you want someone to touch you. I, I understand. So it's not sexual, but it kind of is. Well, no, it's not. Like, I I once full-on cried during a massage. It was that good it, or that bad? It just had been so long. <laughs> I'm, I, I, honestly, I shouldn't even be laughing right now. That might be the saddest <laughs> thing I've ever heard. <laughs> just, uh, this seems like... People do cry through <laughs> And you know what he said? This is not like abnormal. It happens quite often because you're releasing emotion. It depends on like the kind of masseuse you have, whether they're energy based or whatever. Yeah. I had a friend once who cried during a a waxing session. 
Well, that I can understand. <laughs> but it wasn't like a pain cry. It was like a an emotional, like, I'm feeling, I don't, I can't even explain it. But it was, uh, apparently it was very, very awkward and weird. But, you know, to, anyway, I, 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 uh. I think hair removal is delightful. So I don't understand anyone who would cry during it. But, I mean, I guess we, we cry at the oddest times, eh? Absolutely. Uh, well, uh, I know. <laughs> oh, boy. It's time to talk back, about more tears. Yeah, I know. Seriously. I mean, is there anything more painful than the dating world right now, especially uh, in these times with social media, online dating, and just to be a millennial in all of that is just like, oh, unbelievable to navigate. And you would know because you were online dating not that long ago. Yeah, I actually met my current partner on oh. Tinder of all places. Are you kidding me? I'm serious. I did not know that. I met him on Tinder. I ignored him for two months. Yeah. Because I thought he was too handsome and that he was up to no good because he had one of those sort of like brooding, looking at the camera kind of yeah. profile pictures. And I was like, you're up to no good. But he was persistent and it all turned out okay. That's pretty unbelievable. Well, you know, you're not a millennial. You're awfully close, but you're just shy of being a millennial, right? Shh, we don't talk about ages. We don't talk about, well, then I won't talk, don't talk about mine. <laughs> then we're all good here. So this week we've invited actually a friend of ours named Liz Pearson, who is, uh, I guess we, we're going to sort of call her a millennial dating expert. Uh, she's basically my only millennial friend, so... <laughs> So that's how, you know, I, I deem her a millennial expert. Welcome, Liz Pearson. Hi. Hey, Liz. How's it going? I'm good. How are you? Very well. So uh, are you single right now? Freshly single, a week out from a Oof. breakup. Like literally one week ago. Yeah, a week you, ago. That's, yeah. So that is seriously fresh. How long were you dating this guy for? Uh, three months. So, so enough to be invested. Time. Yeah, enough to be invested. You're telling me. <laughs> so, like, this is right into the dirty right now. What happened? Uh, I don't really know. To be honest, it was unexpected, so it sucked. But uh, we were doing really well, and he kind of set the tone for, like, you know, cute gestures and, like, little things, like, you know, flowers or, like, even brought oh. me, like, some hand soaps over one time from Bath and Body. I know it sounds super lame, but it was, like, really thoughtful. Well, no guy. What guy does that? I know. And so I was like, oh, he's a keeper. And, like, I literally told you, like, last week on my birthday, I was like, oh, yeah, he's a keeper. He's great. And then, uh, yeah, just all of a sudden he was, like, because uh, he just bought a house. Uh, so he was just like, we're done. I got to focus on the house. It was like I think he was probably field. getting scared. He was getting old and settling down. And if he bought a house, he'd think that you wanted to move in. And like, guys are stupid. And that's not even, I, I don't know. Like, I guess he maybe he thought that, but I didn't act that way. I got my own thing going on. I'm good. But he just, I don't know. It was so random. He just, all of a sudden. Well, that is like, so he got spooked basically that he's like, okay, now I got a house and now I got a girl. Now, yeah, like I think Hillary's right about that. He's, he just got freaked out about the implication of where this was going. Here's the best part though. Literally had to talk about it the week before he broke up with me and had a big talk. He was overwhelmed. Said, what do you want to do? Are you in or are you out? Because either way, we got to know now. I'm in, I'm in. Celebrates my birthday with me, buys me a gift for a concert in August. <gasps> August concert tickets. So me thinking that means we're going to be together in August. Of course. Uh, do this trip together. Celebrates the weekend with my friends, my family for my birthday. I know. And I then saw the, the pictures on social media. <laughs> they were adorable. Following Wednesday. Nah, I'm oh, good. Oh, that's awful. Did you at least get to keep the concert tickets out of the whole breakup? I did. Yeah, sweet. I yeah. gave him quite a few things, so I thought it was fair. 
Um, can I go with you to the concert? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you can come. No, you know what? My best friend, literally like the night he broke up with me, I went over to her house to have some wine, obviously. Obviously. And uh, she's like, so who's <laughs> going with you to the concert? I'm like, you are. She's like, okay, good. Maybe a new <laughs> idiot boy. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I think I'm gonna stick with my friend. So you know, you're you're young. You uh, have you ever been in like a serious serious relationship yet, or would you call this past one a serious one? Um, I mean, there's high school serious, and then there's like grown up serious. What's high school serious mean? Like you spend every day together, sleepovers and everything, but you know it's not gonna last forever. But like I've had like two year relationships, probably like my longest. I've had two two year relationships, and this was probably the most serious one I've had in about two years. So, wow. Yeah. <laughs> are you are you looking to settle down right now, or are you looking for Mister Right now? Um, I'm definitely looking to settle. I think I don't know. I just I found it really hard though because all my friends are dating and like have houses with their boyfriends or you know are engaged and then there's just me you know what (laughs) I was doing some reading about the current dating trends and you're okay Liz because my friends are in that um that stage where they're starting to go for the second marriage and they now call the marriage in your 20s and the settling down in your 20s your starter marriage that's right. And then Kim Kardashian made it famous. <laughs> True story. So you've got your starter marriage where you mess everything up. And then in your 30s, you meet the one. Interesting. So you're just skipping out then. on all that hassle and financial obligation. Right. It's fine. Okay. Good so, to know. <laughs> so, okay, you're, you're mending your broken heart right now. And I guess these things kind of take time. But, you know, my motto is the best way to get over a guy is to get under another one. That's what you've been saying. Yeah. <laughs> we got to get you out there, girl. I get these, like, nighttime texts from Sandra, like, feel-good texts at, like, 8 p.m. By the way, best way to get over someone is to get under <laughs> someone. I'm like, okay, Sandra, good night. Night. Now, keep in mind, I've been with my guy for 23 and a half years. I just want people around me to get laid and tell me about it. <laughs> <laughs> so, actually, when it so comes sad. to dating, are you back on the market now? Have you started exploring your options? Uh, no, I haven't. Uh, I haven't really been. I guess, I mean, I'm always keeping my eyes open, but in terms of, like, Tinder or anything, no. What are the popular dating apps and services, and how do people meet people now? Uh, Tinder? Is, which is weird because as many horror stories are there, as there are, there are like a, a lot of success stories too. Like like, like you, Hillary. Like Hillary yeah. and, and my roommate and her boyfriend have been happily together for two and a half years and she met him on Tinder and she is like not like she's very like vanilla and like happy and just like so cute. So you never think she'd be on like Tinder. But she was out of curiosity and then met this guy that she's planning a future with. So, I mean, there's horror stories and then there's good ones and they're the exceptions for sure. <laughs> so so you- I always thought uh, that I, I thought that Tinder was like a video game, to be honest with you. So it you sucks. go on it and then you just play around. You're just left, swipe, right, swipe. And you're just you're there to toy with people's it hearts. It makes you-, you feel like shit. Really? I had it for I deleted it last probably like November-ish um, and just said, you know what? I'm just going to wait. I'm going to see when the time is right, someone will come along. And uh, I deleted it because I just found myself. You're right. It was a game. You're like, oh, I'm bored. I'm going to go on there and rate people based on their first picture. Like, it just sucks. And you know people are doing that to you. And then you see, you know, I saw, like, a lot of my ex-boyfriends on there. <laughs> it's always nice. the and same people. Know. It's and always then you the know. same people. 
did yeah. they match me? So then you match them out of curiosity. And then you guys match and you're like, well, this is awkward because now you and your ex-boyfriends are all matched on Tinder. So you're really getting nowhere because you don't want to go back there. No, right? you never want to go so, back. Yeah. So it just turned into this like degrading, like, I don't feel better about this. And I had, I did go on a few. I did go on like a Tinder train for a while. I don't know, like three days. Yeah, if you've been hiding days. under a rock for like the last mm, five years, the popular dating apps right now, they're like swipe right if you like somebody, swipe left if you don't. It's purely based on pictures and it's Tinder and Bumble and other apps yeah, like oh that. God. Those are the two big ones. So um, if, do you know if somebody's rejected you or swipe left? Well, you just you just don't match with them, right? So you don't know if they haven't seen your picture yet, but chances are they probably didn't. So it's like it's like literally a meat market. It's it's like a club after two o'clock when the lights yeah. come on and you have to make a like the beer goggles are on and you have to make a quick assessment of who you want to go home with. Yeah, and some of the first like messages you get too are just out of control. It just it's hilarious though. It is entertainment. It is, and you do laugh and like it is funny. But then you stop and think about it. You're like, I still feel like crap. <laughs> I didn't find it so anywhere. bad. I thought it was super entertaining, and the stories you can get out of Tinder yeah. are hilarious because I had some really great dates. I'm actually friends with a couple of guys that I met on no. Tinder, and we're That's just hilarious. like, there was no chemistry, but we're friendly now. And then there were a couple where there were just some really seedy dates, like amazing stories about dates i have some pretty uh well i have a couple of funny stories well, i don't know how funny yours are what's but... the worst tinder date that you've ever been on so i've only been on like two or three so the weird i don't know if i call, call hooey like... on that liz two or three you're <laughs> hey. willing to admit i call bullshit on okay it. this is the you keep your hooey <laughs> Because everybody weirdest. go, I can't see, say that you've only been on two or three, maybe two or three real dates. Like, uh, coffee? Come on. Hillary, people ghost people all the time now. That's another thing. Ghosting That's is a thing? A, yes, ghosting is a thing. Like, you're messaging for a while, and then they're just like, man, I don't want to make the effort. There's somebody else out there that'll just talk to me. I won't message anybody for more than, like, a day without setting up a meeting. Like, when oh, okay. I was dating, it's like, I'm not investing my time in you. So, either we yeah. meet or I'm done. Yeah, I, yeah, that makes sense. Good point. That's a great point for Tinder users. That's a good, for future for people who are listening. One day, and then you got to move forward, Just or you're done. Get right? it going. That's yeah. You got to get it going. So, what happened on your date? So okay, so this one was weird. Uh, so we matched, I guess, because it's based on uh, you can do like a range of uh, kilometer range, how far away they are of you, right? So mine was about twenty, I think, because yeah, I was like, that's close too... enough and far enough. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> like I don't have to drive too far. We can meet halfway. It's ten k, like whatever. So. I don't know if this guy, he must have been working in Ottawa, but was actually from like out, uh, what was like a kind of Cornwall area. Uh, but he worked in Ottawa that day. So we matched because he was close to me. <laughs> How does that work? And uh, so we just started talking and he's like, yeah, like you should come to my cottage with me. Like it's going to be a nice day this weekend. Like blah, blah. So I just, you know, I was like, oh, that sounds fun. Like that sounds like a nice like first date kind of thing. Just get to know each other. And yeah, no problem. So I was like, I'll just meet you at your house. So first thing first, it's an hour away. And I'm like, oh my God, is this real life? So it's too late at that point to like not go because I'm like in my car. I've already found like five things that are wrong with this story. Yeah, and just wait. There's oh five more. Oh my God, more. I'm like, there's five my more. heart is pounding right now. So I, yeah, I know, sketch, right? Like now, yeah. I, so I share my location with my best friend. I'm like, if I, 
if you don't hear from me, this is where I am. This is my body will be around. Because you can do that with your phone, which is important. Yes, exactly. You can you can share your location, and me and my best friend do that for that reason. That if we ever can't get a hold of each other and we're worried, then so smart if you ask me. But anyway, so I drive there, pull over outside his house, get out. He comes out. He seems nice enough, and he's like, "Yeah, come meet my family." What? (laughs) I'm like, "Mm, "Whoa, what? What? Yeah." So I was like. All right. So I was like, I gotta roll with it. Like, what am I gonna do? What are you gonna do? So go in. They're all very nice people, but uh, it's a little strange for like the first Tinder date. Like, just like when he says his family, his wife wasn't there, was she? No. <laughs> okay. All right. Just uh, siblings, brother and sister, and parents, and they're all really nice people. And they're like, okay, let's all go. Where, where are you going? To the cottage. Oh, you, and then you oh. all went to the cottage. Together. How is his family okay? Like, did he lie and give some long backstory no, about... straight up with them. What? Because I guess his brother met his girlfriend on Tinder or something, so it wasn't new to them. Yeah, but do you really want to be stuck at a cottage with someone's oh family God. that you don't I even know. know? I know. And he didn't even give me any warning. So then we go, and then the best part is it's not even like you drive to it and like just go there. It's like you drive to a low launch get in the boat and go across the lake to an island basically where this cottage is. And you so, went? Oh my what? god, Liz! What is wrong what with you? Liz! I don't know who's sketchier, the guy for asking you or you for agreeing to go. Liz, he held you hostage at his cottage for the day. Okay, so then, yeah, so then we just spend the day there. It was okay, like whatever. Leave and... He was like, oh, thanks for coming. It was really fun. Blah, blah. Love for you to come back next weekend and, like, actually stay the night. And I was like, uh, uh, yeah. pardon me? And I was like, okay. So I did it again. And then after that. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Liz. What do you mean you, you did it again? I even, they were nice people. Like, it didn't really it really feel weird until I tell the story. This sounds so funny because you're like, oh, no, no. I've only gone on three Tinder dates. But one of them was on an island where you <laughs> He took a boat. boat and he held me hostage with his family. Yet somehow I'm weird for having coffee with like a million people. <laughs> I know. I do you understand, Liz? The first weird part of this story is that you went to a place where the two of you were alone at his house. Like, do you know what I mean? Like you showed up at his house thinking he was alone and that could have ended very badly for you. Why not meet at like a coffee shop know. originally? I don't know. Do you carry bear spray and stuff like that to I protect just yourself? I wasn't thinking, to be honest. I guess that's how people get kidnapped. But <laughs> So you learn from that? Liz's mistakes and don't get kidnapped. Yeah, don't follow my example. Liz, I feel like I could lure you with M&Ms into my trunk right now. And you but would just in come. my defense, he didn't give me any details. I know I should have asked for them, but I didn't. I will <laughs> say that I've also had some brutal dating stories where I've made bad choices as well. Yeah. I, uh, one, I went out for coffee with this guy that turned into dinner and then he ended up crying about his divorce and wanted to be cuddled. Oh, no. (laughs) Like, melted into a puddle with tears. And at one point, like, you can't ease out of that without being a jerk. Right. Like, you've got to stay till they're okay. You can't say you're emoting too much for a first date. Fuck off. (laughs) You can't do that. (laughs) And I I did something similar to Liz, where I was talking with a guy regularly. We were talking on Tinder and I was really busy so I couldn't meet him that week. We started talking on the phone. Things were going really well. He was really interesting and he told me this sad story about how his parents had died in a car accident. And then he said, well, why don't you come out to my house on the weekend? We'll hang out by the pool. My sister will come by, whatever. And I'm in my parents' old house. I show up and his dad's walking up the driveway. 
And I'm like, what? What? <laughs> oh, my God. He made up what this elaborate story about how his parents died. And then, and then his dad <laughs> <laughs> What? So he told you his dad died. You show up, his dad's there, and now... And his dad's like, hey, what are you doing? And I have my dog with me, because he's like, yeah, bring the dog. We'll, we'll make some dinner and blah, blah, blah. And his dad's like, who are you? And what? And I mentioned that I was there to, to see his son, and he's like, oh, you must have some mistake. He's downstairs napping. What? I was like, oh my God. what planet is this? <laughs> Where am I? Gotta what go. Did, yeah, what did you do? You just got out of there? I was just like, oh, okay, Bye. <laughs> What the hell? <laughs> That's crazy. That's that is... creepier than mine. He didn't lie. He just was vague. No, Liz, don't try to deflect. This is really creepy. <laughs> you went okay. to a private island. I'm sorry. Yeah, true. <laughs> no, we took you to a private island. At least I my car two... was there. And I That's could true. Yeah, true. I was stuck. I was screwed, basically, if something bad happened. Uh, my friend actually went on a Tinder date with a guy, and he told her a story about how he matched with the girl, and she invited him over to her house. And they ended up setting up an Ikea dresser. No. And then she asked him to leave. She used him to set up her Ikea dresser. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, but I'd like to high five her right now. That bitch. Yeah. (laughs) Sneaky. That's really bitchy. Yet I respect it. I can't even explain why I I said, Hey, that's not a bad idea. Okay, let's kick it old school, Sandra. No. It's been a while (laughs) since you've dated because you're in love with your handsome. I know. My wonderful, my wonderful man, 23 and a half years. But I know you, and I know that before Tim, no, there were there men. There no one before Tim. <laughs> <laughs> what is your worst date experience from when you were dating? Uh, you know, honestly, I didn't go on a lot of, you know, dates, dates, you know, because I'm from Montreal. <laughs> <laughs> and that a date means sex in <laughs> Montreal. You make eye contact, you're doing it. That's... <laughs> I dated them for a night at a time, let's just say. <laughs> but you know what I mean? I was never really, it was always so casual that I couldn't say that I was out doing formal dates with anybody, especially back then. It was always about the group date. You know what I mean? Like you'd go out with a bunch of friends, a bunch of friends, and then you'd pair off at the end of the night kind of thing. Right. So there was a lot of that going, but I, I went on a couple of like, you know, there was one, my girlfriend, I think, I don't remember where, but I think back in the day we would match each other in newspapers. They'd have that, uh, the, you know, the, the dating thing in the newspaper thing, <laughs> like in the newspaper thing. Oh my gosh, like Lost Connections or whatever? It was something like that, but it was uh, a place where you could you could meet people and people would put ads in or something like that. And my girlfriend dared me to do it. So I called up this the number and I ended up talking to some guy and and he invited me out to like a bar somewhere in downtown uh, Ottawa. I was living in Ottawa at the time. And I'm like, okay. And I showed up. He was nothing, not a thing. Like he said he was like he told me, of course, hello, before the need for picture evidence. But then it's like how that's what I was I was was like, how do you think you're going to get away with telling me you're six, two? And he was about five, five. And I thought the first thing, you're not going to bullshit your way out of this one, buddy. Just I was expecting someone different. I'm five, ten. And when I told him I was five, ten, I guess he felt a lot of pressure to tell me he was tall or I wouldn't even meet him. Right. And he thought he'd win you over with his sparkling personality and. Well, he was a dud, like he was a total dud. And as soon as we sat down, we ordered a beer. You know what he said to me? He said, you know what? We could sit here and talk for the next two hours and look at each other kind of lovingly in each other's eyes and see if there's a spark. Or we could just go home right now and have sex. Which one do you want to do? This was in Montreal? (laughs) This was this was in Ottawa. Oh, wow. 
Like this was a this weird dude, and I'm just like, neither you piece of shit, and I left. <laughs> neither is happening on my watch. So uh, it was like the worst pickup line of life from a guy who lied to me about the way he even looked. So I mean, it's just it's not my thing, not my thing. Although I did meet my husband in a bar, so yeah, you know. But whatever. dating is all about lying. At least whether it's before you meet the person lying about who you are, or that first year of dating when you're not really who you really are. Right, but isn't it like a resume? I mean, you're just really trying to pad the resume a little bit to make yourself look a little more hireable. Right. Like, yeah. oh, I'm a lovely person and I'm always easygoing. And, <laughs> and I'm batshit crazy once a month, but you don't need to know that part. <laughs> have you ever okay, have... done anything mean to someone on a date? Like, have you ever been mean? Liz, I'm, we're, we're looking at you. Um... We're done with me now. Mean on a date? I don't think like, so. Like, have you ever ditched someone because you didn't like how they looked or ghosted someone yourself? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have. I mean, it was uh, when I was, mm, it would have been like college-ish, I think. Uh, and I was dating this guy. And he was actually really nice. And like, I don't know, I, there was nothing wrong with him. And he wasn't ugly or anything, but uh, then I just wanted to go back to my ex-boyfriend, so I just decided... You had to do something with this one. I just decided to ghost him. <gasps> and that was that. And then painful. he showed up at my parents' house with flowers, Oof. and I wasn't home, thank God. And my mom's like, he's a nice boy, he loves you. And I was like, fuck <laughs> off, mom. Like, I had one of those situations, because I was, like, wrapped up in this other high school boyfriend that I just thought was the bee's knees. Do you think this it would have worked out with this this guy, had it not to been for the other one? No. no, it was never meant to be. What's so like? I have to ask you that, Liz. Now, now that you're embarking on sort of like a new chapter in your dating life, you've broken up with the uh, the old loser. We're calling him the loser now, right? <laughs> What's his name? What do we do? Um, what are you looking for specifically? In I a have guy? a checklist. Like, do you know what you? Ha- oh, oh, I want to know what your checklist. That's what the is. thing was with this guy. He literally checked all the boxes, and I was so fired yeah, up the, about it. The checklist never works out. Because right. it doesn't have anything to do with emotion. Checklist. It's not like height or like hair color. It's like standard things that I have in my life that he should have too. Okay, go. What's your checklist? Car. Some place that he lives that's not with his parents. <laughs> uh, full-time job that doesn't require him to work on the weekends or bars. Oh. Yes. Um, and I think that's it. It's pretty simple. See, that's not a bad checklist. But I think when you start getting into checklists, you stop thinking about how you want to feel in a relationship versus just the things you want in a guy. And I think like it's the same way with the the rest of your life. When you're like, oh, I want a big promotion. I want to be a boss. I want to do this. We never really think about how we want to feel. And sometimes those things that you set as goals don't actually make you feel the way that you want to in the future. Right. Um. I have a question for you. Sure. It's it's a little game I like to call Would You Rather. Perfect. Just a hypothetical question for you because I'm very interested to delve into the mind of a millennial when it comes to these uh, relationshipy questions. Would you rather date a guy who treats you like gold but has a lisp? Like um like a lisp. Hey, hey Liz. Hey Liz. <laughs> a speech to impediment. Tonight? And, and surgery will never fix it. Okay. Okay. You, you think about what it's like to be in bed with a guy with a lisp for a second. Okay. Or would you like to date a guy who's built like Channing Tatum, but totally unemployed? Oh, no. <laughs> um, hey, Liz, you're, you're hot, Liz. <laughs> I can't do unemployed. Liz, Liz. I don't make enough money to support myself. I can't support some other hot guy either. He And he can dance like Channing Tatum, too. 
He can get right on you and gyrate like nobody's business. (laughs) Well, then he should be a stripper like Janet Tatum, too. (laughs) Well, then he wouldn't be. That's true. He wouldn't be unemployed then. Yeah, no way. Would you date a stripper? No. Have you ever dated someone for the wrong reasons? Like just because they're rich or they can give you things that, you know, you want, but you really aren't connected? Ooh. Um... No, I don't think so. Like, I haven't really had, like, a lot of serious boyfriends. I've been on dates and stuff, but, like, I – no, I wouldn't say so. Like, I – none of the guys I've dated have had really a lot of money. <laughs> would you um would you ever date a guy seriously who lived with his mom? The one that I just broke up with his mom, yeah, but he just bought a house. So but he bought a house. So he's yeah. in transition. But he, he's, no. like, he's a great guy. He has a job. And he's like, I'm just saving money. I'm living with mom for another five to seven years. I'd be like, no, fuck that, because literally what just happened to me is going to happen again, <laughs> where he's going to have a panic attack because mom's done everything for him for so long, and now he's got to live on his own and be an adult, and he can't handle it. Would you ever date a guy who wouldn't give you his Wi-Fi password <laughs> Yes. at his house? Yeah. Uh, that's my deal breaker. Why? Really? Yes. Why? Because you Look, think I've they're hiding places. something? Yes. You can't find out anything from their Wi-Fi password. You need their computer password. I think, true story, but when you go into somebody's house and they won't give you their Wi-Fi password, doesn't that tell you exactly what you need to know about the kind of person they are? Maybe. Uh, so what's next for you, Liz? What are you going to do now? I mean, I know you're you're like mending your wounded heart right now. So it's been a week out. And like, like, are you going to seriously just jump right back into the world of dating? I mean, if the time like when if the time is right, it'll work. Like I wasn't looking for a relationship with him and then it just kind of happened. So it right. just, I'm not really rushing anything. I don't really care. Are you going <laughs> to are you going to put yourself out there on all the match.coms? No. I know Tinder's no. So no online dating at all for you. No, it just doesn't make me feel the way I want to feel. So it just actually ends up making me feel shittier so yeah i just decided that i was done with it okay can we follow your progress of course <laughs> okay good how do people like, meet when they're not meeting on those sites i met like my last boyfriend at a concert like uh, that's like a normal yeah. thing you're out you're in about yeah. and you're or at a you're, bar yeah I your mean, eyes meet and there's a connection and somebody goes over to somebody <laughs> and they say like what was his opening line I don't know. I don't remember. I was wasted. But <laughs> now that's romance. Me and my girlfriend <laughs> Jenna. He sexy. was drunk too. Me and my girlfriend Jenna were taking a boomerang. Are you familiar with a boomerang? Yeah, the, the Instagram. Yeah, video like thing, where you yeah. like it's like kind of like a loop of like you moving. And he actually like jumped into our boomerang. So it was like me and Jenna kind of both giving him a dirty look, like who the fuck are you? And then he was like just jumping in. It was really funny. So then, anyways, after that, he's like, "Hi, I'm blah blah blah." And I was like, "That was it." So the next time you take a boomerang video and a guy like tries to like, like talk get to out you, of here. Yeah, get out of here. That's Go a red away. flag right now. Flick him away. That's right. I'm done with you. Uh, okay. So Liz, we're, we're more than happy to invite you back to contribute anytime you want to contribute and to keep us up to date on your, uh, on your adventures. <laughs> Honest to God, please. And tell us everything, like all the dirty parts too. Okay. <laughs> Special thanks to Liz Pearson for joining us today as our millennial dating expert. Thanks uh, also to you, Sandra, for sharing all of your funny dating stories. The one story you mean? <laughs> right. But I just find the, the, the dating world just to be like the, a fascinating labyrinth, to be honest with you. And I just want to keep living vicariously through you, Liz, if that's okay. Sounds good to me. All right. Good. It's a ride. <laughs> <laughs> Another successful episode of The Quick and Dirty in the books. I love it. And don't forget to follow The Quick and the Dirty on social. Instagram, at Hillary on air, at Sandra Kiss 105.3. Twitter, at Hillary Welch at Sandra Kiss 105.3 and Facebook at Quick and Dirty Podcast. If you've got a question for us, you can email us at thequickandthedirty at gmail.com.